very overwhelming. It was, it's just so emotionally exhausting, you know, especially at the beginning. I don't know if, if other people have said that, but it's, you know, just because you don't know how these people are going to react to you or not. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 78, and today I am speaking with Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hello. So nice to talk to you again. It is nice. And we are probably some of the lucky few NPEs where we've gotten a chance to meet in person back when you could do that sort of thing. We had, through one of the NPE Facebook groups, there was a, what do you call it, like a regional Minnesota group? Right. Right. And someone was kind enough to come up with a time and a place, and we were going to meet at this pizza restaurant in the back room. And I would say there's like a dozen of us that showed up that day. Yeah. And it was nice. It was pretty early on in your journey. Oh my gosh. I was such a mess that day, Kathy. Do you re- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, she looks like deer in the headlights. Like she is still shook. So I think, yep. And I think that's what it was. I don't know if I was, you know, three months in, four months in, who knows, but it's, I mean, it's kind of amazing. You have a bunch of strangers coming together. We have this internet community and we become friends. We beco- we support each other. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Kathy, I, you're going to have to, I'm, I was been interested in listening to your whole story today. Yes. So let's go ahead and get started. Feel free to stop me at any time if you have questions, but why don't you okay. start from the beginning? So I took some notes so I'd remember. (laughs) So I was born in the early 60s, and I was last of five children. There were three boys and a a girl, and then me. And they were all 18 months apart, and I'm five and a half years later. And so... I always thought that I was treated a little differently just because I was so much younger. And we all kind of have brown hair, blue eyes, and I'm very short. I'm only 5'1", and the boys are taller, and my sister's only 5'3". So there I didn't really stand out, you know. So I thought, okay, I'm still part of this family, (laughs) you know. And Never really felt out of place other than I wasn't really included because they were so much older. So, and they were kind of hellions, you know, let's push the edge of the envelope, get in trouble. There was some drugs, you know, in the, you know, the family. So just, and I always thought, okay, that's a, a, 
an impression on me where I am not going to be like that because I saw what it did to my mom. So I just kind of ignored that and just kind of lived on my life. I, I never had the best memory, and which is kind of odd, but my parents were together. They were actually married twice. And through ancestry, I did our lineage and found out that they were actually married twice, and I was born in between their marriages. <laughs> so I thought, hmm. oh, they must have got pregnant. And then so he got, you know, remarried her, you know, because she was pregnant. And and then when he, when I was about five, I had a, a little brother who was stillborn. And shortly thereafter, he had left. My dad had left. So never close. And grew up all the time thinking, um, you know, he didn't come around very often. It was more like he would make plans and then he wouldn't show. And so I got to just just be so upset, you know, and it's like it was worth, finally at 12, I just said, I don't want him around because it was so painful not to have him when you look forward to seeing him. Or So I just wanted him out of my life, you know, and so kind of just, you know, everyone knew, well, I don't have a dad, you know. So I was kind of fortunate that way. So my birth certificate father, him, wasn't really in my life. So I didn't really have that pain of not, you know, feeling that that very close bond. So, but um, what happened is that in December of 2016, my daughters bought me the DNA test because I've always been curious. And... During, you know, right before that, we were at um, my, you know, family's Christmas. And I was saying, yeah, I really want to do that because there was some kind of story that on my dad's side, his name was Fred. On my dad's side, he was um, descendant of Indians. And we always like, oh, you know, how does that work? You know, can my kids get any, you know, any kind of scholarship, you know, and all that stuff. But in, I knew it was going to be difficult because my grandfather, I knew, didn't have a birth certificate. And we thought he was born on the reservation. And when he filed for Social Security, he didn't have a Social Security number. So they had to create a birth certificate for him. <laughs> so... Or, you know, at the, some part of his life where he needed a social security number to work. And then they had to create a birth certificate for him because he never had one. So, and so we go back to, you know, I did the DNA test. I get my results and I don't see any Indian. I'm like, whatever, you know, this stuff is just garbage, you know, and didn't really pay attention to it. Well, then in February of 2016 or 2017, so a couple months after I get it, someone reached out to me and asked how we were related. She goes, I'm looking, I'm working on my husband's ancestry and he was adopted. I'm like, I have no idea who you are. And I, I just kind of ignored her. And that was in February. But then in June, another person contacted me and I'm like, I don't understand, you know, this person, I don't know who they are. And they were both like third or fourth cousins. So it wasn't anything close. But then um, 
around that time, I was on Facebook and one of my cousins on my dad's side said, oh, we got our results back from DNA testing and, you know, and it showed that we're Indian, but they had Indian on both sides, you know, their mom and their dad's side. But so I quick look them up, you know, I jump on my account to see, you know, their information. I'm like, they're not showing up as related. So I was like, what's, what's the deal, you know? So I called my sister who, you know, she's the one that's five and a half years older. So we're pretty close. And she um, said, you know, mom told, you know, told you that, or I always told you that you weren't dads. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? She goes, yeah, there was a rumor that mom, you know, got pregnant by someone else. And I'm like, and, you know, she was not married at the time. You know, she was in between her two marriages. But um, what she said is that the, how did she put it? She goes, I remember this man came to the house and he um, introduced himself as Gene or mom said his name was Gene. And he came in to get you like when you were five years old to take you for a visit. And, and she goes, I thought he was taking you away forever. And so she was upset and crying all day, but nope, they brought her, brought me back. But I don't remember that at five. And like I said, I have this terrible memory, you know, like, and it could be, you know, like ADHD or something, but I just don't remember things back then because it wasn't really a good living situation Mm. with him in and out. And, and, you know, the kids, the older kids were into drugs and, and when I was about 12, I'm thinking, yeah, my sister and two of my brother's girlfriends all were pregnant at 17. (laughs) So we had a lot of going on in the house. And Mm. so, you know, when she said, she goes, I've told you many times, I'm like, I think I'd remember if you told me that dad wasn't my dad and, or maybe it could have been that she did tell me, but you know, when you're mad at your sibling, you know, dad isn't even your dad, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I just didn't even put it together. So I was like, well, what do I do now? And, and I noticed that in ancestry, there was a person that was initials BGMG or something, BJMG or something. And I was like, I don't know who this person is, but um, they're li- listed as a close relative to a cousin or something, how they listed an ancestry. And didn't know. So I kind of wrote her an email. You know, this is like July of 2017 now. And said, Hi, I'm trying to find this out, you know, kind of explained a little bit that, you know, where I was from and 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 I said I'm looking for maybe a gene that was related and so she said well my my dad's having heart surgery so but we have a family wedding coming up so what I'll do is I will talk to him and see if he has any ideas so I'm like oh okay you know I just kind of let it ride and then in August so a month later um, 
she said he t- she talked to dead to dad and and he was more like well i have you know a cousin named gene and if you know if he had a child it's none of your business <laughs> you know type of thing where mm-hmm. he's very gruff you know and they were always afraid of him growing up you know like he's very very stern that that way mm-hmm. so i thought well hit a wall so let me see i'm going to do 23 and me. So I do 23 and me. Like this is, we're talking October of that year now. And I connect with this cousin named Angie. Oh my gosh, she's a hoot. <laughs> so, and so she and I, you know, she were trying to figure this out. And she goes, well, I'm going to go check with my cousin. She's really smart. Well, she checks with the person I was connecting with. And I'm like, oh, because you know, I didn't know who she was yet, you know. And, I, and all of a sudden we went, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, so she's my half-sister? Oh, you know, we figured that out. And so what she did is that she um, she and one other sister, they did 23 and Me, and they show up as half-sisters. And it was like, oh, my God, you know. So I'm completely freaked out. And so we're still talking like October of 2017. So then later on that year, or like the the month after, I meet the oldest sister and my cousin, because they're both in the Twin Cities. And I find out that there's actually four half-sisters, and they're all one year apart. And the youngest one is three months older than me. So when dad had her, you know, when she was born, he was 23 and had four children. So that's, same you know. mom, the same yep. mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for yours. Yeah. And so what happened is, and they live in Plainview, Minnesota. And we are in the Twin Cities. So he had lived up here and worked at the, um, like, armor, you know, the stockyards in South St. Paul. And so did my mom. And that's how we met. I found out that they went on a date (laughs) to the (laughs) drive-in. It's like, oh, my God. (laughs) You know, (laughs) went in the back seat and, you know, (laughs) along along comes me. But I thought it was kind of funny that he had explained that to me. But... A drive-in baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but that November of 2017, so I, you know, I met one of the sisters and my cousin, and then I reached out to the other sisters and, you know, talked to them and emailed them. So I have one in Sioux Falls and one in Plainview that lives by dad and one in Boston, the original one that I talked to. So, so I'm getting used to all this. I'm just like having this nervous breakdown at work, you know. Finally, I just had to tell people, you know, like my close workers, you know, close coworkers, and just said, this is what's going on. And I'm sorry I'm such a fruitcake right now, but, you know, I'm having this identity crisis, you know. And it's like, you don't know whether you're losing your mind or, you know, and you're angry. You know, you're so angry at your mom and and my sister I grew up with, 
And it's so funny because she and the Boston sister have the same first name. And their middle names are very close, Jean and Joan. So it's just crazy that, you know, I have to deal with that. And they're both kind of the same personality. But um, so it's been frustrating where the sister I grew up with, you know, she... um, you know, she was kind of supportive and saying, you need to reach out and find this, you know, dad, if he's still alive. I mean, that's awesome, you know, and get to know him. And, and then she was so supportive. Well, then when I started meeting the sisters and I actually called them my sister and she was very, very offended. Like, you know, don't ever call me your half sister. And I'm like, well, technically you are, but you know, and, and, it really hurt her and my brothers too were offended too. Like, Oh, you have this new family now. You don't need us. And it's mm. like, never. <laughs> it's like, I just have a lot of, Oh, I understand. And I don't know if it was because of how my mom raised me. If she knew who my dad was and kind of directed me towards certain things. Cause he was into electronics he worked at IBM for 30 years hmm. and I went to Winona state and I went for computer programming. <laughs> so hmm. it's like, I, I was trying to figure out if I was in there with one of the sisters cause they're all very, very, very technical and very smart. Two are programmers. <laughs> um, One's a project manager and one's a chemist. She's a PhD. The family I grew up with, um, I'm the only one that has a degree. And it's so I don't know if it was my mom pushing me, knowing who my father was or not. But um, whenever my mom drank too much, she would tell people that, oh, yeah, that, you know, Kathy has a different dad. and But she never said anything to me. And... When she was on her deathbed, she, my sister tried to get it out of her. You know, who was, who is this dad? She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, come on, mom. She's got to know. And she wouldn't tell. So she denied it to the end. Okay. And she said that, um, what it, what I've heard is because I've asked my mom had one sister and asked, the cousins over there, some of them knew, some of them didn't. And it was always known that Fred said, she's, you know, he knew I wasn't his daughter, but she's my daughter and that's all there is. And he goes, no one's going to talk, talk about this, but everybody knew, you know, and it just was really frustrating and hurtful. And, you know, it could have, it could have learned, you know, much sooner you know, maybe had a relationship with him. But I think I've digressed, but um, I was kind of wanted to explain how I met him. Yeah. So in, so in 2017, the end of 2017 is when I met the sisters or talked to them. And then in May of 2018, my cousin Angie, who lives in the, in the Twin Cities, she, um, her her dad and step stepmom live in in Sioux Falls area, so they were coming in town, and so was her sister who lives in 
Sioux Falls. So they all, so we got together at their house and one of my daughters and her boyfriend then came with and oh my gosh, we had the best time. But I was so nervous about meeting, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to react to me? You know, how are you going to treat me? Because here I'm the bastard child. And, but oh my gosh, the love and support, it was just amazing. And, you know, so happy. And it was just like, you know, the, the acceptance that, you know, in our family, family that I'd never really had, you know, I felt like a blonde, you know, mm. and I look like these siblings. So it's, it's very fun that way. Mm. And so in June of 2018, so I had met, you know, my stepmom, or I'm sorry, uncle and his wife. Well, his wife, I still call her my aunt. She talked to my dad's wife, who's my stepmom. She, um, the, his original, her first wife passed away from cancer about 11 or 12 years before I met them. And which I hear often about this would never have happened if she was still alive. Understandable, you know, but it wasn't my fault. But, (laughs) um, so in June, the end of June or whatever, the, all this, there's five siblings. My dad has four other siblings. And my uncle has this huge cabin in in South Dakota somewhere. So they get their ticket together at least once a year. And so my aunt talked to my stepmom and kind of told her what was going on. And, and then uh, like a month later or a couple weeks later, he called me for the first time. So your birth father. Yep. It was crazy. And I had known that he had um, early onset Alzheimer's. So I wasn't sure if he, you know, where his memory was and, you know, how he'd react because sometimes, you know, they're combative and, but he's, he's very witty and, you know, he, he does repeat stories a lot, but he remembers old, old stories. So I always ask him about what it was like to be young. And so, and then in September of 2018, um, the one, the one from Boston came in town and one of our cousins lives in the Twin Cities as well. So we had this huge meet and greet. So I met all my dad's siblings at one set and then several of my cousins you know, so it was quite fun and very overwhelming. It was, it's just so emotionally exhausting, you know, especially at the beginning. I don't know if, if other people have said that, but it's, you know, just because you don't know how these people are going to react to you or not. You know, I'm not real close with all the cousins and aunts, but there's a couple of them I talk to frequently. So that's been nice. So of the four sisters, you know, I said there's four, they're all one year apart. The oldest one is, I don't know, I don't think she's, um, I mean, I think it's just her personality, but she doesn't really, isn't very accepting of me. But okay. at the beginning, she seemed like she was very accepting, and but 
No. I don't know if it's her husband that is, you know, questioning things or doesn't believe me or I don't know. But I get along very well with the other three. Mm. And I've been out to Boston to visit, you know, to spend some time with her. And um, the one that lives in Sioux Falls area, we've been to her house a couple times <laughs> to spend the weekend with them. It's been crazy but if you know I, I feel like this is my new my new normal and this is how life is and just like the siblings I grew up with I don't always talk to them all the time but that's how I am with the new siblings <laughs> so but it's kind of nice you know even during um, COVID, we try to do Zoom calls every so often, at least to catch up and see each other, you know, and we were doing game nights, you know, over, mm. over the internet. So mm -hmm. it's been, it's been quite a, an experience, I guess. And, you know, when you say, you see those ads on TV for Ancestry, you know, the ancestor DNA or something it's like don't yeah. do it <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> I can't imagine you know this woman that had four children you know and he got someone else pregnant at the same time but so he you know. was with his wife yeah yeah so when you were conceived yes but he worked up in the cities and she was back in Plainview down by uh -huh. Rochester. So uh -huh. she didn't, you know, and he was going to school for electronics too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Was he ever told about your existence or you were you a surprise to him as well? Well, he's, he was totally shocked and my sisters were, didn't believe him at first, but I didn't have anything else to go on. You know, my mom said that, or my sister said that, someone came and took me for a visit, but I don't know if it was, you know, my dad or who she thought was my dad or, mm -hmm. yeah. So that part is frustrating. Yeah. And my oldest brother passed away a few years ago, so I was never able to ask him, you know, it, this all happened after he passed. Mm. Is your siblings from your original family I know that they were a bit offended <laughs> acting envious in the beginning are they are you still like unable to broach this topic with them um sometimes yeah we don't with the brothers I don't really talk about it too much but my sister she'll you know if I was doing a class a genealogy class learning how to do ancestry you know the lineage part and I was really really busy for like seven weeks so she's just went off on me oh sure you get all mad at me and you just like your new family more it's like oh for god's sakes mm -hmm. so it's like no no <laughs> so it, yeah that seems to be kind of the norm I mean not the offended but it the unacknowledged or this the I, I guess I just haven't yet heard a story where someone says my sibling I grew up my with my whole life is completely supportive and yeah. really encouraging of me and well maybe there is, but I just I can't. Yeah, and she was that. so encouraging of me when, 
you know, you got to find your dad if he's still alive. Mm. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, where was this 10 years ago? <laughs> you know, if you, if you were so certain that, you know, that I had a new, another family out there. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah. And I forgot, I was going to say that, that one Christmas when I got it, right before we got together, you know, for our family Christmas and my sister-in-law said, well, it doesn't matter, you know, what, what it shows, you know, you're still our family. And I'm like, I was like, what? <laughs> That's when I was like, kind of a slap in the face, like you people know something, you know, <laughs> that's when I was kind of realizing that things aren't that mm -hmm. up and up. So, and you have children, Kathy. Mm -hmm. And I have two daughters that are, you know, 29 and 31. So they're older and um, they both, they were both married in the last year and a half, I guess. Um, one got married in September of 2019, and the other one got married in September of 2020. So, vastly different weddings. But the one in 2019, I invited the whole new family, <laughs> and and I got to dance with my dad at the at the at the dance. I was just, it made my whole day. You know, <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing, yeah. and. What my daughter did is that she put my new family sitting with my old family in some of it because smart. I love it. Yeah. And the one sister that's only three months older than me, um, she, my sister I grew up with was totally freaked out. She goes, she talks like you. How does that happen? Mm. It's like, I know. Isn't that crazy? How, how does that happen? So. Because your daughters didn't really have, it sounds like, didn't really have much of a grandpa in terms of your birth certificate father. No, not at all. And and my mom passed away when my girls were five and seven. So they didn't really have any grandparents. And so they're not real close with my dad now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they were invited to the you know, wedding and they came and yeah. my aunt and uncle did and, and my cousins, cause you know, they were kind of the ones that started it all. So it was a really good time. I'm happy to hear the, you know, there's always the icky mixed in with it, <laughs> the sad, but it's like, I, I love to hear these I know connections you make and these new relationships, especially when you're accepted, accepted and yeah. loved. And my dad just turned 80. I know. So I was so lucky to meet him and his sister, who I think is 84, 83. She's sharp as a tack. So she's one of the, one of the aunts that I contact, you know, and she just tells me all these stories and oh, it's just so awesome. And she lives in an assisted living facility, but I think that now, you know, now that it's getting warmer, I think they can get out of their facility. So I think we're going to go up, and it's up in Sartell. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not like it's down the block. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to go up and take her out for a visit. Oh, well, congratulations on your your new connections. Yeah. 
So things are settled, but it was quite the bumpy road when we first started, you know. When you, yeah. you know, you jump into someone's family and say, oh, by the way, <laughs> dad wasn't, wasn't faithful. <laughs> Here I am. So. That is so confusing to hear later in life, you know, from family members, siblings saying, oh, we, we always knew you had a different dad. We told you, we heard, we, we've heard this story before. That would just be mind boggling. Yeah. And they said, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't my job to tell you. And then I just can't really voice it to my sister I grew up with because she just, you know, says, I told you so many times. It's like, well, if you did, I wouldn't be so, you know, completely upended and, you know, traumatized. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. She can't, she can't hear it. She can't understand it. No. You know, you know what it's like, don't you, Lily? (laughs) Yeah, I'm nodding along here. (laughs) Yeah. But if I would do it all again, I think I would. I mean. I didn't get the answer I was initially looking for <laughs> about the Indian, but it's always good to have knowledge, you know, about your your ancestry. So, so true. If people want to get in touch with you, could they do that? Yes. I'm always willing to help along, you know, try to make others' lives other people's journeys a little easier. So I, do you want me to just give you my, my email? Go ahead and give me the email. I'll put it in the show notes for people that can see that. Okay. So it's just Kathy MM at Comcast.net. And that's going to be the name of your episode title as well. Kathy MM's story. Yes. Did you say Comcast.net? Yes. Kathy, thank you so much for sharing your story today. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE, would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us.